Welcome to Design Much with Andy and Patrick. Hey, Patrick. Hello, Andy. How's life in quarantine? You know, it's it's not too shabby. It's uh, definitely interesting being inside all the time, doing remote stuff all the time. All the time. Yep. Trying to make sure my kids don't murder each other or murder us all, all the, the time. time. <laughs> <laughs> you do anything? There's been there's been lots of stories out there. People doing weird things, like uh, to to pass the time or getting bored, that kind of thing. You you guys do mm-hmm. any? Do any weird stuff? You're not growing a beard or anything. No, I'm not. Um, nothing weird, actually. We've just been doing all the same stuff. Movies and video games and board games. Nothing but crazy over here. That's how we are. We haven't done anything super weird yet. Um, yeah, just going out, just just getting outside, get some sun in the backyard. And I think we're handling it okay. Oh, that's good to hear, good. Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> what is uh before we get it before we get into our real topic here i did want to ask you though um just kind of curious just for people who are sitting in their basements right now working on stuff maybe they're not used to working remotely what what tools have you discovered anything new any new tools any new uh work from home aids or anything like that in the last couple of weeks uh that's a good question i think what has helped us like at work definitely we're using zoom you know like a lot of companies are mm-hmm. but has been what has been really helpful is what what we're missing from the office is when you can just walk over and talk to anybody um, but what we have used is like just we'll just create like a meeting room where our teams can just be live like like signed into those rooms at all times just in zoom and so we can just ping each other and talk to each other at any time um or That's we're cool. just like, just message somebody, say, can you hop on a call and have a conversation um, versus, you know, take the time to type up this huge Slack message. So I think it's been good just to try to be more open in Zoom, not make it very meeting heavy. Like, here's a time I want to talk to you. Just like jump onto things and talk. Yeah, that's a good idea. I don't think we've done that yet. We've been using Slack, the Slack phone calls a lot more. Hmm. Like when somebody puts put something in Slack, you know, like a question, like you're talking about, you don't want to write, type up a bunch of stuff. So yeah. you'll just get this like, boop, you just get the Slack call real quick, have a quick conversation, then hang up. That's actually been pretty beneficial to kind of like give what you're talking about that, that like, you know, turn around and talk to somebody real quick about something kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. We've been doing at at work too. I know they've been doing for the social aspect of that, like missing the office. They've been doing, you know, the board games. They used to play board games at Canopy a lot. Mm-hmm. That channel kind of blew up, so they've been doing uh, all virtual board games. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> like at lunch, uh, I think it's it's basically a lunch every day, and then like at four or five in the afternoon they'll do that, just to Ooh, kind of nice. connect socially. But, um. Yeah, not not too much for us has changed. We ha- we do have more meetings. More meetings, Patrick. Well, well, like more meetings in that like we we were doing a virtual stand up every day, like with our design team. Okay. So nothing nothing crazy. Just uh just a, a chance almost kind of every day to just to see each other again, you know. Yeah. So <laughs> I like the idea that you guys are doing with the the hangout or the the kind of open open meeting, virtual meeting. That's kind of cool. 
Yeah, those are nice to have. Good stuff. All right, Patrick, should we jump on in? Let's do what's yeah, what's the uh, what's the good what's the topic today? So today's topic comes from friend of the show, Chelsea Nielsen. Right. And she wants to know how do you stay creative every day? What are some ways to build creativity? How do you stay creative every day? Even more so now. I know. <laughs> when you're like it's sitting in the same little box every day. <laughs> Or like sitting in your basement like you are, Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> Sit in the basement, cold, freezing. Yeah. Working on a fold-out <laughs> table. Um, <laughs> how do you stay creative every day? The the, I don't know. This this was kind of tricky, especially now, because I, I feel like, I feel like interacting with people is a big way to stay creative. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to people about your ideas is a good way to stay creative. Um, that's a little bit harder now that we're all kind of stuck at home. But um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Do you have any ideas off the top of your head, Eddie? I mean, yeah, this is definitely hard. This is something I'm struggling with now. I think um, you know, creativity is going to come from you getting inspiration first and foremost. Mm-hmm. So I think like thinking back to the ways I was inspired before my days in quarantine <laughs> it, it definitely was from like other designers for sure right and yeah. from other you know other work um so trying to expose myself to that will definitely help with that creativity so when i'm looking to like do a new design like maybe it's like visual design or something i definitely need to look at um other design that's out there that's in like the same sort of category to help yeah. me with that um also like a great way to do it is as you said which i think is a great point is like just talking to other people about it and getting other people's feedback i think creativity isn't just something that comes from within you but it also can really be great if it takes from other people and from other works right yeah yeah if you can get it from other people's creativity mm-hmm. i think i think uh one thing that's i mean beyond just being in, you know, beyond the whole quarantine thing, just every day. Um, I think the stuff that I feel more creative or more inspired, I guess, when I'm doing other things outside of the job. So like you have your design job where you're expected to have some creativity, but I think another thing that helps is doing something creative outside of your work. Um, so, you know, playing an instrument, learning a new song, playing the guitar, uh, hmm. painting, sketching, um, something that's something that's more cre- that that is creative that's outside of your daily design job. I think just in general, just kind of like inspires you to do more things. Um, yeah, I like that a lot. Like it's also like um, stepping away from your work too, like getting um, inspiration or just like let your brain relax for a second doing a different task. Yeah. I think that can really help with that for sure. I think too, even even in design, having um, I've had times in my career where I felt more creative, and I think those times, a lot of times, I had side projects going on that were outside of my current job. You know, like maybe it's just doing a website, you know, designing a website for a friend, or learning how to design a business card, or designing an icon set to put on, you know, some website somewhere to sell or give for free. I think those things also are big. 
uh, big helps in staying creative is, is I think cause sometimes we get stuck kind of like we're in this one application, we're at this one company. And I think sometimes that gets a little stale, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you're just kind of work on the same projects over and over again, especially long projects. Like that can be really hard to deal with. So I think having like a little side project of some kind working all the time or happening all the time is a good thing. That's why, that's one of the reason why I like teaching. I'm um, doing the teaching oh, yeah. at, at Dev Mountain just because like, I think that is a good creative outlet. You know, you talk to other people that are, that are learning how to design and you're, you're going through those design principles over again, you know, that you've forgotten about. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that kind of helps you um, add some creativity to your life too. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I like your point of like doing something else on the side. Like um, when I transitioned into UX from graphic design, I kind of missed having the ability to like really focus on that visual. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I actually did do stuff on the side. So I just like go design a random logo that I thought would be fun or just do some illustration um, because you don't get to do that as often in UX. Yeah. Um, so that's something that helps. I don't do it as much anymore, and that d- might just be because I'm lazy, but I feel like I should <laughs> definitely get back into that. I don't know. <laughs> lazy or busy or... Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I, it just... It, it helps to have... Um, it helps to have something else going on that taps into a different creative side of you, too. You know, mm-hmm. like you were talking about, if it's if you're at work and you're doing a lot of UI work, but you're not really doing anything visual, it helps to just break out of that and solve a different problem, some in a different way. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't like daily. I think it's it's kind of hard to find that inspiration every day. You know, like that creativity every day. I think one thing you one thing that that helps too is like I like watching those design documentaries too. Um, you know, yeah. there's a few on Netflix, you know, you have like Helvetica, you have a bunch on different typefaces, um, or documentaries about artists always help too. Um, mm-hmm. there's a, there's a bunch on Netflix for that too, like a bunch of street artists, um, things like that. I think listening to those or watching those kind of daily, or if you need some inspiration, watching something like that can spark something in you and get you kind of motivated again. Um, yeah, that's cool. And that's something we actually did um, as a team. So for a little bit, you know, back mm-hmm. at Canopy, we would watch um, those, those Netflix, was it Helvetica that we watched? Yeah, we were watching those abstract ones for a yeah, while. Yeah, abstract, that's what it was. Yeah, we were watching those abstract ones on Netflix just together as a design team during lunch. Yeah. Um, I thought that was pretty cool to see how, um, and then we would kind of talk about it together as a design team. So that was yeah. cool to see how people reacted to that and the stuff they took away from it because mm-hmm. it was always different for everybody. And you could totally do that virtually too. Like you could, you could open mm-hmm. up a hangout, you know, or a zoom call and everybody's watching it. Um, you could chat about it, you know, I mean, you could still create that kind of team dynamic virtually, I think would, would yeah. work okay. Um, but yeah, I've, I often find I have sometimes too. Um, we don't, there's not a ton of art museums here in Utah. Like there's not, a, a, a plethora of them, but we have, we have a, we have a handful of really good ones. Um, and so I try to keep, I try to, I try to see what's going on over there. And then every, you know, every six months to a year or something, see what, 
Um, even if it's for an afternoon, you know, go down to like the, the Springville Art Museum or uh, the one up at the U um, mm-hmm. and just see what exhibits they have and just kind of like, I don't know, spend the afternoon there. I think that kind of helps too, just getting out. I know you probably can't do that right now. Um, they're probably all closed. <laughs> but but uh, I have seen some tours for like the virtual tours for museums. Oh, that'd be cool. So you could check that out too. Yeah, yeah that would be cool. You just stay here. The, mm-hmm. And I think the thing about that is it, it challenges you when you see that it challenges you more artistically. Right. And it, it to see somebody else's creativity, I think is, is a huge part of that. Yeah. So I thought this, the second question that she had here, like what are some ways to build creativity? Mm-hmm. I think this is a pretty interesting question. Um, I think there are some people that say like, I'm a creative person. And there's some people that might say that I'm not a creative person. I guess the first part of that is, I think, I personally think that everybody can be creative. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that's something that can come like in many different forms. Like I don't think creativity is um, being artistic um, or, you know, being able to make music or anything like that you're doing. You know, I mean, I, I think it can be like, I can solve a problem in a certain way. Um, yeah. I can, you know, there's so many different ways that you can be creative. And I think everybody can be creative. So I, I, th- I really like her qu- her question here. Sorry, I can't talk for a while. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> but I like her question is like, how do you actually build that creativity? And um, I'm going to take a stab. And I think the first part of that is actually to challenge it. It's like to flex that muscle. I think everybody has a creative muscle and I think you actually have to practice at it. And I think we've talked about this on the the podcast before, but I think you have to take the time to actually try to be creative in different ways. If you have a problem you need to solve, like try to solve it in a different way because it, or think about how you might be able to solve it in a different way because that is using that creative muscle. Mm -hmm. So I think in our job, there's definitely like a lot of creativity that goes along with it because we have to figure out how to solve new problems that maybe nobody has ever solved before, or maybe they have been solved, but maybe not in the best way so far. So I think we get to use that a lot in our field. And I think as we practice more, we get to build it and we get better at, you know, questioning the whole world around us. Is this really the right way to do it? Um, but what are, do you think, Patrick? What are some ways that you can build creativity? Um, I like that. I think you can do that, um, too. You talked about, like, trying different things, experimenting, looking at it from a different side. I think even in our jobs every day, um, that's where I think ideation. I've always, I've always thought ideation and, like, the user narrative is the most creative part of our process. It's not the UI design that's the creative part, really. Mm-hmm. it's the it's the ideation and to your point i think that's because when you're ideating you're you're coming up with different ways to solve this problem um so i think yeah. even in even at work if you're feeling if you're feeling like you need to build some creativity or if you need to um you, you need to feel more creative i think taking a just even on your own work taking a minute and just being like kind of what you said or like question what you're working on maybe maybe you know opening up your notepad and like ideating on a couple of different ideas. Um, I think brainstorming that way is such a creative, creative outlet. 
um, and allows you to experiment and just like be free of like the constraints for a minute. And then just be mm-hmm. like, what if we did this? What if we did this? And then coming up with those weird ideas, like we all, we all do it, right? You come up with these weird ideas to do things like even at your home, you know, you're working on your house and you're painting a wall. You might come up with a weird idea to like paint it this color and do this. Like those things get that they, they build that creativity, even though maybe those aren't the solutions you're going to, you're going to offer. Um, but, but those kind of like crazy things I think are the stuff that, um, that, that tend to like, like you said, build that creative muscle. Yeah. That's awesome. And I think that house in a different way. Yeah. And I think, I think, um, I think what you said too, is it doesn't have to be necessarily your job or anything like that. Like any, anytime you're solving a problem, there's potential for a lot of creativity there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When you're, when you're going to solve a problem, I like that because it's, you have to look at the problem for its face value, right? Or not its value, but you have to look at the problem and think about it in different ways. Yeah. Um, you have to approach it in a certain way. So that that's, I think, yeah, how you can use that creativity there. So I like that. I think, I think we're seeing that right now. Um, with this whole quarantine thing, right? I think on mm-hmm. some level we're seeing people being creative. Um, you're seeing companies be more creative. You're seeing companies shift their production lines to make ventilators. You're seeing you're seeing other companies helping the health industry out with as far as masks or 3D printing things or like all this all this good news from all the stuff that's happening right now. I think that's what you're seeing is people being creative, and it's not necessarily like in the form of art, right? It's not, Mm -hmm. it's not in the form of self-expression or anything like that. It's in the form of solving a a problem. Um, you know, like even at our house right now, we're, we're trying to be creative and solve different problems that we have. Um, you know, all being stuck in the house together and stuff like that. So I think, I think you're seeing that all over right now. Kind of, I mean, we talk about it like, we kind of talked about it's a little hard to be creative, but at the same time, now that I keep thinking about it, <laughs> I'm like, it really does come down to like, you have this problem to solve. How do you, how do you solve it? And maybe the constraints are a little bit different right now. So you have to figure out another way to like, you know, you have to figure out another way to get milk, right? And you have to mm-hmm. figure out another way to like find toilet paper and you have to, you have to do all these things. And some of those things are being creative, right? Yeah. So, so basically the entire world is building their creativity right now, Patrick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sounds like it. And I, and I think one of the biggest problems <laughs> that everyone have, I mean, there's plenty of big problems, but one of them that a lot of us are facing is boredom. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> so we have to find creative ways to solve that problem. Yeah. <laughs> it's different. It's a different kind of boredom than it normally is at work, right? Like there's the work yeah. boredom that you have, you go to work, you're working on something and then you have these moments of getting bored. You can usually fill that with more work, right? And you just like, ah, I got to get on this project or whatever. Mm-hmm. But here it's a different, it's a different case. I think, um, I think, I think approaching, I think the attitude, like building creativity, I think a lot of it has to do with attitude. And I know I've, I've struggled with this too. Like you don't feel creative. Um, you kind of get negative about it you feel like you're not, you're not doing your job well, or you're not, you know, 
doing what you're supposed to do well. And then you look back in the past and you're like, yeah, I used to be a good designer when I did this or did this. Um, I think that, I think we all get into that funk and then we kind of, mm-hmm. you know, are kind of negative about it. Um, when really creativity is what's going to, you know, shifting your attitude and being more creative, you can do it right now, right? Like you don't have to wait for anything to happen. You don't have to wait for a new job. You don't have to wait for something external to come into play. You can just, you can just be more creative now, shifting your, shifting your attitude and, and, and being more positive about it. Um, yeah, no, I love that. I think, I think it's 100% attitude to be honest, (laughs) because when you have a problem, you can do like one of two things, right? You could be like, I can't solve this problem. It's too hard. Yeah. Or you can have the attitude, like what you're saying, of like, well, I actually can solve this. I don't know how to do it, but let's figure it out together. Yeah. You know? So, <laughs> um, I love that because I think it's I think it's 100% of what, like where creativity comes from. It's when you have the right mindset. Like, I, I know I can solve this. And I think that could be like, we've talked about this before, like learning something new. Like mm-hmm. learning is really hard to do. Like if I want to learn how to play the piano, I could like have the attitudes like I'm, I'm too old for this. This is too hard for me. Or yeah. I could figure out a way for me to learn the piano. And that might be like I have to creative to like use a way that works for me to learn it. Maybe it's not a way that other people teach piano, right? So I think it is totally all about attitude. Well, and to, to that point, I like that too. Like learning a new thing. It doesn't even need to be the thing you're trying to solve either like you're at work and maybe you're working on a problem that you're struggling with or you don't know how to start this project go learn how to do something else over here for a minute to kind of like give yourself that positive lift give yourself that attitude um and then give yourself that like creative creative juice thing and then go back and apply it to the other problem you're having right yeah and i think that applies also to what you said before how you thought you like took the time to think in the past how things worked differently and it gave you like the confidence to actually try something new to be creative in the first place. Yeah. Um, so it's like, look back at some, some time when actually this, you know, being creative did work and then you could have a better attitude about it. <laughs> so I think like, this is like the biggest part. I think to answer <laughs> Chelsea's question is here in terms of like how to build creativity is first, have the right attitude to do it. Yeah. Um, you can't be creative if you don't have the attitude. For sure. I don't, I think, yeah, if you're, if you're negative about it, if you're, if you feel stuck and you're negative about it and you're not, you're not willing to, I mean, literally you're not willing to be creative. You're not willing to go, okay, well, what, what else could solve this? And it might not be the first thing you try either. And that, that can be, that can be difficult and overwhelming of like, I'm working on this project and I tried this, but it's not going to work. And then you get frustrated and then you feel like you've wasted a week doing it and all this kind of stuff. It's like, well, try something else, you know, just keep trying. Mm-hmm. And just having that attitude of like, we're going to solve it some way. Um, I think just helps a ton. Yeah, no, that's absolutely right. And I think that even applies to like when you're looking at solving a problem you could look and just see what other people have already done in the past to solve that problem, which might be the right way. But I think also a part of creativity is to question that. And we've talked about this a little bit here. It's like, maybe this isn't the right way. Like, can I test to see if this is the right way or not? Yeah. And I think that's where like 
like you could have the right attitude there too. Not that it, it's just like, oh, I, I can or can't do this. It's also like I could maybe do this a different way. Maybe this isn't the right way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, there's 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 uh, lots of ways to solve your problem. Yeah. I think the other thing too, specifically to our jobs, I think the other thing that, that can spark creativity or build creativity is getting getting designs and getting things in front of our users. Um because if you if you can get something in front of a user and you get feedback from them, whether whether the feedback is good or bad, whether whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, like it gets you it it gets you excited about how they're using it and gets you excited about the difficulty that they were having using it or the excitement of like oh that's cool you know like that kind of stuff their feedback um, again like that external feedback from other people uh, from our users does help I think a lot too to like boost your positivity and energy level so that that you're more willing to like brainstorm and that kind of stuff. I agree with that. And I also like, like that makes me think of, I think a lot of people think of creativity as like a very internal thing. Like it, like I, as a designer will go somewhere else and I'll have this really creative mind and I'll like pump out this amazing thing because I'm so creative because I'm a designer. Yeah. Right. Whereas I think, um, a lot of creativity comes like from a community, like from actually involving other people in your problem solving. Yeah. Because as we definitely know, and we've talked about millions of times, like if you involve others, your problems get solved in a way better way. Yeah. Like, you actually hear like, you know, the different, the different feedback from other people and it's a way better solution than you could have thought of yourself. Mm-hmm. So I think don't just limit creativity to what can come out of you individually, but also include a group of people that can help you create the, the entire solution, the creative solution to be a lot better. Yeah. Well, and that, I think that works because you get stuck in your own head and it's nice to have somebody else's perspective, right? Mm-hmm. You can see it from their eyes instead of yours. And then you're like, oh, I didn't even, that didn't even, you know, you might show somebody something or talk to them about the project and they're like, well, what if you did this, you know? And you're like, oh, oh, shoot. Yeah, I could totally do that. I mean, I remember working um, with Tim Hansen early on. Um, we were working on, a, I was working on a project and I was stuck on a project and I just kind of showed it to him and he, he just looked at it and he goes, what if you did this? And I was like, holy cow, I could just do that. That would, that totally works, you know? <laughs> like it was just it was just it, it didn't even it wasn't even like a long conversation it was just like what if you did this and then I was like oh yeah yeah and we did something similar I mean it, it morphed a little bit from what he said but like that was enough to to shift the gear in my mind of being like oh yeah yeah I didn't even look at it from that side you know mm-hmm. and that can totally that can totally change your mindset yeah isolating yeah, yourself is not a great way to be creative for sure yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're trying to like think through a problem, you kind of have a direction and you're like, okay, let me think about it for a minute. Yeah, sure. But, uh, yeah, I think there's definitely portions where you can, you know, take the time yourself to like synthesize all the data and, you know, make a, a solution. And then, but then you could take that solution that you've come up with and present it to others and see how it could be better. Yeah. Get their feedback. Feedback is awesome. Feedback, feedback from is anybody awesome is great. Yeah. And more feedback. Like daily feedback on some level is good, 
right? Like putting your putting your designs out there, getting any feedback from anyone. Um, mm-hmm. you know, your kids at home when you're here in quarantine. <laughs> yeah, I have I have kind of done user testing with my kids. <laughs> I've shown them design I'm like, what do you think? Do you like this one better? This one? <laughs> See, it works. Which one's easier to read? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, I like the orange one. I like the pink yeah. one. Can you make that color green? <laughs> yep. <laughs> but that's good. Any of that feedback's good. <laughs> <laughs> Did we, did we, uh, did we, did we answer Chelsea's question? Um, I feel like we did. I mean, we got, we had some direction, right? Some, some, uh, some answers. Yeah. Basically do, do something true. creative every day that you feel creative, mm-hmm. whether it's, whether it's cooking, whether it's playing a musical instrument, whether it's designing, just do something that you, when you do it, you feel creative. Try to do that every day. Um, mm-hmm. creativity, remember creativity revolves around problem solving. Um, so also like have the right attitude. Yeah. Don't be hit with a problem and, think, and be all, Oh, I can't solve it. I suck. I'm yeah. stupid. <laughs> and then I think last word or last word. Is that a, is that a word, Patrick? Last word. <laughs> last word. <laughs> last of all. <laughs> Lastly. <laughs> Lastly. Thank you. I think there's like um, outward creativity, right? Where you're not just doing everything by yourself. It doesn't just all come from you as a creative being, Mm -hmm. but it also involves others that helps your solutions get a lot better. Yep. That's a good one. Um, Are you going to get your free taco at Taco Bell or Del Taco today? What? We're recording this on... on, uh on uh, free taco day free taco day yeah. is it As del taco or taco bell i think they're you both have to i think they're both doing it i think all the taco places are doing it today okay go out or in the wild and social distance yourself at the taco bell and they'll give you a free taco hmm well i might have to do that patrick yeah i'm sure this is going to happen more not just today. Yeah. Well, it should at least happen on Tuesdays. Tuesdays are taco days. Yeah. One one thing that I did realize this this is kind of creativity. I went to the Home Depot the other day to go get um, some electrical stuff for my house, and they had they had some problems to solve on a creative, like how do we put people in our store in a in a way that they can practice social distancing. Uh-huh. With with a state mandated there can't be so many people in your store at once kind of thing. I I thought I thought it was kind of cool. I went in so they, they you go in and you wait in line before you get into Home Depot, at least the one over here. And they had all these X's everywhere on the ground. Um they were all 6 feet apart. So when you were when you were waiting in line, you had to you stood on the X, you know, and then everybody kind of moved forward a little bit as you're going through yeah. the line so everybody's kind of spaced out and then when you got in there i went over to like the paint section and they had you know the paint aisle where you go to get your paint mix they wanted they wanted a six foot uh barrier there right around the the workers 
Um, so what they did is they had the X's for the lines for people, you know, stand here, stand there. And then they used all of those uh, orange Home Depot buckets. And they <laughs> stacked them all and then taped them all together so that their, their counter was a lot bigger than it normally was. That's awesome. Which I thought was kind of cool. I was like, you guys just created this sweet barrier out of all those buckets that nobody buys. So <laughs> Nobody buys. Yeah, so that's good. <laughs> Somebody found some use for these things. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes you wonder when all this is over, Patrick, what how this how is this world gonna change, right? Like what things that we're learning about now in this, you know, very interesting moment in our lives <laughs> that is gonna stay afterwards. Like what if they find out, oh, this was actually really nice to keep these buckets and have like six feet of space between me and our customers. Yeah. It was actually really nice. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's what I'm kind of curious about too is what I know just in my my life personally like just instead of instead of worrying so much about the next thing and the next thing and the next thing, it's I'm I'm more present now than I have been probably in forever, right? Like things really? have slowed more down present, and I'm kind huh? of living in yeah. I'm kind okay. of living you know, you're kind of living in what, what are we, what's the activity we're doing now? And I'm in, I'm fully in and I'm not like, I'm trying not to look outside, right. Of the next thing. Right. I'm not okay. anticipating things as much as I used to mainly because that caused, you know, crazy anxiety in me a couple of weeks ago and I like was losing my mind. So it's like, you know, I think, I think a lot of people are slowing down and are, are enjoying the moments more. And I think that's going to affect and change society on some level i think the other thing is this whole work from home thing you know like um it has been kind of nice to work from home and i know i've dreaded this before (laughs) but but it has been it has been kind of nice because you i i do have a little bit more focus time you know than being in the office i do have um the ability to you know like be with my family more and do more activities with them. So I just, yeah, I wonder when companies come back from this, like when we go back to work, are we going to just flip a switch and go back to work as usual? Mm-hmm. Or are people going to be like, I want to, I want to work from home more, <laughs> you know, like it, it was kind of nice. I just, I'm just curious. Yeah. In a, in a month or two when we're kind of like coming out of this thing, like what, what changes are actually going to be in place? Yeah, I, I imagine a lot of companies are realizing actually this work from home thing is potentially more efficient for our business. It's less expensive. Yeah. Um, and our workers are doing the same amount of work and they're probably like they have a better work life balance than they did before. Yeah. So they're happier. <laughs> so who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to like like on a, on like kind of a more of a like an economic scale, like um you know, we've been we've been eating out still you know, practicing our safe social distancing practices and mm-hmm. uh, getting deliveries and things like that. Um, I wonder, like, to, to help the economy, you know, because we're like, <laughs> like, we, we want to make sure we're doing our part. <laughs> yeah. But like, um, I wonder how, you know, restaurants and things like that, I wonder if their practices will change too. Like, if they'll be more cautious about, um, you know, their cleaning practices and like, you know, restaurants might be cleaner after this and like things like that, you know, I wonder how much of that will change and make an impact as well. 
but no, that's that's an interesting point. I hadn't thought of that one. Like companies and you know places, public places being more clean than they were before. Yeah, that's a change for the better. Yeah, I mean taking care of places a little bit better, you know, and like. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder. I wonder if people will react to that and be more aware of it, right? And be like, "Yes, we can," you know, not even from a spreading a disease standpoint, but just like being this clean is probably a good way to live. (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) I also, I'm a little bit worried about the alcohol consumption, though. I drove past the liquor store the other day, and it had it had a bigger line than any anywhere I've ever seen. Oh yeah. So I'm like, hmm. yeah, this. Hopefully, this doesn't, you know, hurt us. But uh, <laughs> we'll see. I think yeah, we might have some more alcohol problems <laughs> and a lot more babies coming out of this. Yeah. We're gonna have a huge baby boom. <laughs> well, there's a joke. Yeah, there's the memes have been great. The memes have been really yeah. good lately. There was the one. There was the one that uh, about the baby boom. There's gonna be a baby boom, and then in twenty, what was, in twenty thirty three, that, that generation is gonna be called the quarantines. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of good. There's like so much. Like once you get past all the negative stuff, there's just so much positivity. I feel like oh, in yeah. the world right now, which is kind of like. With so much negativity surrounding surrounding the spread and the disease and the fear and all that stuff, there's so much negativity. The other thing that I've seen too is people that, um, like, like um, two things I think are gonna are gonna be solved is one the the cruise industry, I think is gonna be different, way different, if not collapsed altogether, which I think is gonna be a good thing. Um, you don't like the cruise industry, Patrick? I think, I think it's kind of, I think they're shady and I think it's kind of stupid and like, yeah, I, I can hate on the cruise industry. Okay. <laughs> um, but, uh, but I think, I think, yeah, I think another thing is just going to be, I, I think there's kind of just this like a surge of positivity in the world because of it. You know, like there's, no, there's I, almost like a coming together, being alone, but coming together almost in a community. No, there is. Weird. I think it's it's really interesting if you look at this, like, if you look at the past when we've had, like, really big, like, plagues and stuff. And not, this is, not that this is as bad as that, right? Like, but if you think of the Spanish flu, all we really did as humans is just keep passing it to each other and just, like, quarantine people and make them live horrible lives. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what we're doing now, though, is, like, so different. Like, we're actually, everybody is, like, showing that they care. At least most people, I think are yeah. trying to be good humans and like not spread this. We're all trying to stay home. All the companies are like, we're not trying to spread this. And I think like everyone around the world is like seeing this is a bad thing and we're going to try to like solve these problems and we're going to quickly um, react to this and we're trying to make as many people live as we can. So mm-hmm. I think like there's there's been a lot of good that's come out of this. Um it's been kind of inspiring. Like when you think of the world, you think of all the horrible things you see. There's actually a lot of really good things too. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a ton of stuff. The other thing too, is I think people are listening to journalists less now. Hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) Like I've seen, I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot of people like just turn off the freaking news, man. (laughs) 
Like, just turn it off. They're trying to scare you. Just turn it off. I think people are realizing that now. Like, people people that I know that were addicted to news don't don't even look at the news anymore. I, I genuinely hope that's the case. Like, if you want to sit there and, like, talk about how horrible the cruise industry is, yeah. I'll tell you. The media, like, news industry is way worse. So and the bad. damage they do to humanity is way worse. Yeah. So if less people, like, <laughs> buy into that stuff... It's so much better. This yeah. world would be a wonderful place if we didn't have that industry. If just, yeah, if you could just shut down journalism, <laughs> just be like, yeah. yeah, journalism's dumb. Turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, and because you get, I mean, you you can see news, you can you get you get stuff going on, but you don't you don't. It doesn't have to be this like angry vitriol hate crap all the time. Like, who caused yeah. this thing? Who did this problem? Ah, all this kind of stuff. Is it a hoax? It's not a hoax. Ah, all this kind of crap. Mm-hmm. Like when you turn that noise off, like it's so it's just like a breath of fresh air. Oh, absolutely. When you when you're not paying attention to that and you really just go on social media and you're gonna see all the positive stuff mostly. <laughs> like yeah. all the good things that are coming out of this. So, I mean yeah. assuming you're not on Facebook, right? <laughs> You want to know the best way to support the podcast? And I know you do because you made it to the end of this episode. That is share it. Share it with a coworker, share it with a family member, share it with a friend, share it with whoever you want to, share it with a construction worker, share it with somebody, it doesn't matter. Just share it. Um, a couple more ways to support the podcast though. Go buy a t-shirt over at designmuch.threadless.com and then wear it with pride. And then lastly, to support the podcast, we need your topics use hashtag design much topics on social media or shoot us an email at topics at designmuch.org or just go to designmuch.org slash contact and fill out the form 